Welcome back to My Football View. I'm Thomas. With me is Mace the Case. And on today's show, we'll be previewing game week 22 of the English Premier League. Mace, take it away with your intro. Yeah, yeah, you already know it's your boy Mace the Case, a.k.a. Y50 saying, you know what I'm saying? We out here on the streets of New Britain, bro. Let's get this shit popping. A lot of good games upcoming this week. All the games that we'll cover, Chelsea versus Fulham, Everton versus Arsenal, Wolves versus Liverpool, Spurs versus City, and then on Wednesday of next next week, Manchester United versus Leeds. So let's jump into the first game, Chelsea versus Fulham. Mays, do you expect Chelsea's new boys to, to, to play a role in this game, or is it too early? I feel like I expect Magic to start, definitely. Then I feel like Enzo Fernandez is not going to start, but he might have like a 10-15 minute cameo at the end of the game. Um, I'm intrigued by this game because if Chelsea want to make top four, this is the game where they have to start winning. Yeah, uh, they're two, uh, Chelsea are two points uh, behind Fulham with a game in hand, but uh, it, could, it could go very, it could go really two ways, right? Because if Chelsea lose another game, and Fulham gain ground, that's going to be a five-point five point difference. That's starting to be a good amount of points just to be in that seventh spot. Yeah, and listen, they can make top four. Like, they got so much talented players individually. They just got to, you know, play more cohesive um, football. Football, And it's it might happen. Like, you never know. It's, yeah. You still got a lot of games coming up. With a loss. Uh, Chelsea with a loss and a Manchester United win, it would be a point, twelve point difference. Yeah, so they they just gotta win their easy games, and then when they play the top six teams, easy game. Last time they played it was two one for like Fulham, the teams yeah. they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like this is the team they're supposed to beat. Fulham, even though Fulham is playing great, this is the team they gotta beat in order to fight for that top four. What do you think is gonna be Chelsea's biggest problem? Creating chances, scoring goals, or a defensive defensive issues. Uh, scoring goals definitely because defensively, that that's not their. Um, Do you see someone stepping right up? Now. I just feel like um, their issue right now is uh, Havertz. They don't have a striker, real striker right now up top that can finish chances. He's would, not a he's not a true number nine. Would you Would you play a Baba Yang instead of him? Well, I'm, no, I can't. No, Aubameyang is finished, man. He just—he's not the same player. He that makes he a lot of good runs. He, he, he does make a lot of good runs, but at the same time, there isn't like people in that midfield that can do those passes for them. To, yeah. Do finish. you think that could change? Mer- Merger can change that. Yeah. Enzo, Enzo Fernandez playing in that midfield can change that. But right now, with before with Mao and with freaking Jorginho in that midfield or with Kovacic. Yeah, right now with those type of players. Yeah, right now it's predicted that uh, the starters. For this game is going to be Gal- in the midfield for Chelsea. Gallagher, Gallagher, jeez, butchering his name. Gallagher, <laughs> Gallagher, Kovacic, uh, Mount, and um, Mudrik on the wing. So it doesn't seem to be too too offensive offensive minded. Do you, do you does that concern you? A, that a lot. Bit. A lot of these players are injured. Uh, just to list some of the players that are, are injured for this game, Broja, he's out for for the, uh, in the Broja entire season. Chilwell, hamstring injury, a uh, few more weeks before he returns. Pulisic, Zakaria, 
Kante, Sterling, Rich James still out, Fofana, and then Felix still uh, serving the three-game suspension. Yeah, but on paper, they still got a lot of good players in that team right now. They just need to click as a team. Yeah. Well, what about uh, def- uh, defensively? Do you see the, it's predicted that Hall and Kukarala will start, but I just don't see that happening. Do you? Which one do you start? You never know because one day he starts uh, Lewis Hall, and then another time he starts Kukarala. Yeah, now and now for this, this is game, like he's, looks, he's rotating them constantly. Uh, th- this week it looks like they're both going to be playing. So yeah, I, I isn't Reese James back in training too? He's back in training, but I still uh, expected him not that he's not yeah, going. Yeah, this to time be ready. I don't feel like they're going to rush him though. Yeah, that's their star player. So yeah, they they're a totally different team because they're getting so much width with from him Reece and James, a lot yeah. of services. Uh, who starts Badashil or Kulabali? Badashil. Based on those two games that he started with Silva, it's definitely Silva and Badashir. How do you see this game going? Uh, I got Chelsea winning 2-1. to one. All right. Chelsea back. The Blue Boys are back. Save the bridge. We back. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a tie. Um, I think I expect Chelsea to play better, and I expect them to dominate the game. But at the end of the day, I just don't see, I don't, I just don't see where Chelsea are going to get the goals. On the other hand, I see Fulham, you know, creating a couple of chances and just Mitrovic getting on the end of something. Maybe a penalty, maybe a set piece, and it to, tie, it to end up in a tie or yeah. or even a 0-0 draw because maybe both teams can't. Chelsea has a good defense, so maybe they won't let Fulham score, but if they're... <laughs> I want to see them in the Champions League next year. I'm pulling for them to make that top four because... It's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting have... all the signings and they're probably going to get... Couple few signings in the summer transfer window, and then I don't want to see freaking contest Spurs boring ass football in the uh, in the team, yeah, and a team that you know won't be investing in the squad, yeah. Because I was kind of excited to see how Spurs are gonna do with Champions League, having Conte pulling out Champions League, and then it they really didn't reinvest in that squad at all, so it was kind of disappointing. So they're not a not they're not a true Champions League side, uh, okay. Next game, Everton versus Arsenal. Uh, do you see the Sean Dyche effect to kick in right away? Or? Yes, and I'm go- yes, I'm not I'm not going with my prediction yet, but definitely Sean Dyke had his players doing a beep test in the middle of the season. He ain't playing around. Do you think those players, you know, those players are probably not used to that all that running? Do you think it's gonna going to take them a couple of weeks before we see that those effects of that hard practice? Yeah, probably most like I feel like that the beep test was just he just wants to find out um his player's fitness because he's mm-hmm. not sure so probably that was the point of it but yeah we'll see how it goes do you uh, it's, it's hard to I don't feel like they're going to be playing a very offensive football as of right now they're just going to be probably sitting back and hitting their opposing teams for the corner attack that's what uh, yeah, yeah, his that's... style is known for just sitting back sitting back especially when he was coaching Burnley yeah, maybe low block, low block constantly against uh, top six teams and then hitting them on the counter attack. Yeah, just the one thing is, you know, uh, for Burnley, he was able to use those long balls on Chris Wood, Chris Ashley yeah. Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Like here. He uh, got his player, McNeil, over there, but he, he has. Oh my God, I there. can't watch McNeil. I used, I, back in the day, I thought he was like, he was going to be like a decent player, but right now I'm looking at him like, God damn, what happened, boy? <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, just uh, what I mentioned is before he had McNeil, uh, not McNeil, he had Barnes and Wood. Here he's gonna have Calvert Lewin. Could he, 
is Calvert, Calvert Lewin built for this type of game? For that I feel long like ball. Yeah, I feel like it, that's that's his style. Long ball, holding up, holding the ball, headers, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not quick. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have that pace. Yeah. Well, he is tall, but you know he's what? not fit. That's uh, that's the thing. The, the, the way I always portray Calvert Lewin as like one of those strikers that strikers in the box just waiting for that yeah. service. But I feel like he's like a pretty boy where he doesn't really want to get touched. Like he doesn't like that rough game. I don't know, but don't on know. paper, he he has a better. Um, it's going to be eight if he has better players than he had in Burnley, so we'll see how it goes. It's going to be interesting because you said that Calvert Lewin, if he could stay fit, yeah, uh, that's a big if. You're yeah, not sure. it's going to be it's going to be interesting how he how he does as well as a striker with a different coach because he, he hasn't really played for Lampard, so which you know well, didn't help out Frank Lampard last time uh, last season. After a good run of games, Arsenal came into Everton uh, winning and then ended up losing the game. Um, turned out to be a vital game here, uh, vital points that they lost. How do you see this one going? Oh, they better win Arsenal. <laughs> better win. What do you see? Do, do you see just Arsenal having too much firepower where they're just going to overrun uh, Everton? Or do you see this one being a tight game that you know Arsenal just get the scrape? Away with I feel it. like it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a close one, and at the end, um, at the end, at the end, Arsenal is going to pull somehow uh, a result. Uh, yeah, my only concern is that Martinelli hasn't been playing uh, very well over the past few weeks. Um, I don't know if he's going to go with Trasser, possibly, maybe. Yeah, that'll be interesting because yeah. Trasser has been playing really well too. So, and he's fit. So, yeah. Martinelli looks like he's going to sign a four point five. Your contract with Arsenal extension and then with a possibility to extend, so that's that's good news. But so uh, you're going with an Arsenal win, yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, I think Arsenal will just have too much, too much for Everton. And I do see what you mentioned uh, that it's going to be a tight game. I do believe it's going to be a tight game because Everton fans will be up for it, the players will be yeah, up for the it. Crowd, yeah, but I think around the 60th, 70th minute, I think all the possession. Uh, that Arsenal will have. Oh, and all the chances they're going to create throughout the game is finally going to pay off. Yeah, it's just going to take a toll, especially if Everton don't get a goal. Because I feel like Everton too don't have those um, dynamic players that can get past like that high defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the the Mari Gray, but I think, Mar- that's the only option. Yeah, that's the, the only Gray. option. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's move forward. Wolves versus Liverpool. An important game for both teams uh, for different reasons. Here you you have Wolves. That could really put a, uh, get gain three points and uh, pull away from that relegation battle, and then on the other side, hot, hot, uh, side you have Liverpool with three points. They could you know start the conversation of you know pushing for that top mm. four. How do you see this one? Man, Liverpool in the ninth place. They haven't been playing well. They lost against Brighton 2 1, tied against uh, Chelsea 0 0. But they won the last game in the FA Cup, the second leg. They won against Wolves 1 uh, 0. So I expect Liverpool to win this game if they want to make a run for top six again. Conte, uh, I had no idea Kanate is injured until late February. Oh, really? What? Yeah, hamstring, hamstring injury. Damn, that's a big loss. So I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be a close game again, probably. Konata's injury. That's a good, that's going to be a big miss. 
Yeah, and because now you're gonna have to probably start Matip and Gomez in the middle. Yeah, I just, I, especially Gomez, man. He's, yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I really expected Gomez to push on and be like a star, star player. But man, that I was wrong about that one. He probably, you know what, Gomez probably needs something similar to what Tamori did. Just go somewhere and be a starter and get those minutes in and play and get out of your comfort level because I think he's just been at Liverpool for so long that he's comfortable being that third option and getting, you know. Yeah, and he did have a lot of serious injuries in the past. So Cause a couple of years ago, he looked like a promising young center back, but now he's just, man, he's not the same player that he was before. Man, uh, sometimes injuries can 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 affect that. Yeah. But remember that game versus in the Champions League versus Na- Napoli? Oh yeah, my that gosh, was a, that was probably the worst defensive performance I ever seen. Yeah, that league. was a horrific performance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you see, who do you see stepping up for Liverpool this game? Like, who? What's the players to watch for this game? Even Cody Gapko. Cody Gapko. Yeah, because he's been getting a lot of stick recently. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel he should be getting that stick. Uh, it takes time to get adjusted. Especially to a Premier League. Uh, Do you see him coming up, uh, coming out as that like that strike, a uh, vocal striker role, or do you see Nunez coming in and him playing off the left? He should bring uh, Darwin Nunez back because he, uh, even though he misses a lot of chances, he he's fa- he's fast, quick, and he offers something else than uh, Cody Gapko is number nine. Yep. All right. Well, what are you going for this game? What do you think? What's your expectations? Wolves, Liverpool, tie. I got uh, Liverpool. Just pulling. Good. Uh, no, it's going to be a tie. 1-1. One, one. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm really impressed with what Wolves did over the January transfer window. But I think Liverpool, like, you know, I think I'm, I'm still thinking about the Liverpool of the past where, you know, they'll find a way. And I think no, that's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. But I, th- man, Salah hasn't scored in so many weeks. He has to score a goal. <laughs> Yo, there was a rumor that they, um, rumor some article wrote that they might be possibly trying to sell him this offseason. Oh wow, thirty years old. I mean, well, that's just I feel like that's good. That's a that's, good idea, to be honest. That's a good idea, but I'm surprised. Then I'm surprised that they would. But it's only a rumor. So. Yeah, I mean, how much would you be willing to pay now for our? Uh, for Salah after a season like this, well, his values def- definitely went down. And what I, I feel like he's still worth like 60, 70 million. Yeah, 70 million easy. But the, the, the problem here is like 60, 70 million. Who can you get as a replacement um, unless you try to fund the Jude Bellingham deal through that yeah. transfer? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a Liverpool uh win, um, something very close, uh, 2 1. Uh, or one or one zero. It, it's I, I think. I think Wolves will. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think the, uh, Liverpool has a little bit more talent, and I just see a moment of brilliance from one of the players. Hopefully, it's Nunez. Hopefully, he could kick on it because I, I do like him as a player. I think he has a lot of potential to be really good. Okay, next game. I think this is a game of the a game uh, game of the game week, at least for me, from my perspective. And this is Spurs versus City. Uh, no Conte for yeah. health, uh, personal reasons uh, due to health, and then no John Stones uh, because of injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a really interesting one. Do you think City uh, Spurs can bounce back after the 
last result of losing 4-2? I don't know. That was kind of a heartbreaking performance and a heartbreaking result for Spurs. I'm intrigued by Pedro Porro if he's going to make a debut. Um, also, Danjuma too. He's probably not going to start, but I want to see more minutes from him. Do you think? Because I feel like he's a quality player. Do you think he should, or do you think that with Son scoring those two goals in the FA Cup, he bought himself? We more already time? know Son is always going to start, no matter how he is performing on the pitch. He always going to start. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, also, I wanted. Well, to... that's not fair to other players. No, no, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair take though, because I, it's really, I mean, this guy has been playing super bad. And it's more, and we're now halfway through the season, and he's still starting. Uh, but do you yeah. see the players, you know, being galvanized for this game since Conte is not going to be there, playing with maybe a little more fire and maybe a little bit more freedom? Because since he's not there, you would think so, but you never know what's going to happen with Spurs. I mean, they're so unpredictable. Like you never know what you're going to get with them. Uh, even though they might be like leading two zero, one zero, three zero, it's just they could just give it away. They yeah, they can give it away. Because those that that defense is symbolic, especially <laughs> those center backs. I only rate I only rate Christian Romero, and sometimes he's a hothead too. He's sometimes he's uh, over aggressive, but other than that, I really I don't really um, rate nobody else in that defense. Yeah. All right. Who do you think is gonna have a bigger game, uh, Kane or Holland? Holland. Holland. Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you going? What's your prediction for this one? Uh, City three one. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I have City as well. Uh, I just don't. I see, uh, you know what, to think about it, I think a 3-1 is a fair result. Uh, I do see Kane getting one, just, you know, a typical Kane goal, yeah. probably when it doesn't even matter uh, after uh, City maybe being up 3-0, uh, letting the um, foot off the pedal, and then Spurs getting one back. Um, I don't know. I feel like even though they're not going to change their formation, Spurs, they should try something new, like, Play Kane as number ten and play Richardson as number nine. Like just, I think have Rich Kane as yeah. that, that number ten because he draws back anyway. Yeah, he, yeah, and just have Richardson play as number nine because that's his that's the position he play as uh, Everton. Yeah, and Brazil and Brazil. Yeah, and it's been working for both. Actually, just try something new. Like you never know what's gonna happen. You might even win with that new formation. So just. Yeah, it's definitely gonna bring. I think the best out of you know the best out of Richardson, the best out of. Kane, and then you have two guys up top that will, you know, you know, maybe will open up space for for the wingers as well, because it feels like they're so defensive and just sit back. Do you see Bisuma up just just before that? It is it is predicted that Richardson is probably out for this game with a knock. Uh, again. But it, it's just right now it's a doubt, doubtful, so you never know what what might happen. Um, my another concern is Basuma, man. He has he hasn't been the player that he was at Brian, and I don't know if it's the formation Conte has been playing, or is it just he's on, he's low on confidence because he's not starting, and whenever he is starting, he's sometimes he's he's not having good performances. Yeah, it, it, the Basuma thing is very interesting because you know he came out saying that he wants to move to Arsenal. Uh, there was like related posts of him with him, like friends. Having Arsenal jerseys, then he gets the Spurs move. Yeah, and then it's um. To be fair, Bettencourt and Hoiberg, uh, they've been playing well this season. Oh, as I a think, pair, yeah, especially Bettencourt. Uh, yeah. Ben, 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 
I think, you know what, I think I was really impressed with Bentacor because I thought, you know, he, he's come back from Juventus. Um, I've seen him play in the Champions League. Yeah. I thought, like, wow, this guy sucks for Juventus. Like, they're doing, like, you know, getting rid of him. I thought, okay, yeah, this guy's, this guy's past it. He could have been so pretty good, but I don't think he will be. And then he went to Spurs, and I think he's, like, I think he's one of their best players. I think right, he's right there behind Kane. As yeah. the most important player. Yeah, he is a very important player to that squad. But, Sometimes you just need a change of of a culture, of an organization, yeah. of an environment. Uh, but the only thing is, uh, I know uh, Spur, Spurs fans really like Hoiberg, but I don't rate him. I think I, I think he's not at that level. Well, you know, he's, he's a consistent player, and I think he plays that 6-7 yeah. like rating. But I think if you bring someone else in, either like a Bisuma, and you let Bisuma and Bentacor just you know play, yeah, get yeah. a run of games, I think their ceiling is a lot higher than you know Hoiberg's. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It feels like he's uh, one of like uh, Conte's trusted players. Yeah, like a leader that just. Uh... But I think he's like at that Southampton level where he's good. Yeah, you, like, know, you know what you're gonna get from Hoiberg. Like, yeah, like Jordan, a solid performance yeah. every night. Yeah, it's nothing gonna. It's not. It's not gonna be anything special. Yeah, like I, you get the, one of those goals in the Champions League when he just freaking scored against that. Uh, was it Sporting? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's very rare. Yeah, like I think Bisuma, um, you know, brings that tenacity. Bentacor with calmness in the ball, he could tackle. I think that combination, if that combination would be so. Like well, like will be just very imposing on opponents. Yeah, and maybe I'll, to be honest, maybe you keep him on the bench, but I would probably sell him and bring in someone maybe more creative. So you would have that option of having those three players, and depending on the opponent, you rotate. But I don't think Hoiberg offers enough defensively, and he doesn't uh, offer enough offensively. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I see City City winning this one as well. Um, who do you see being like? I wanted to get your take before we move on. Do you see the Holland and De Bruyne effect, like you know, being too much to handle for uh, for the, for Spurs, or do you think goals coming from like the wings from Mares? Because uh, Folden seems uh, is doubtful. I feel, I feel like Mares well. is going to keep his hot form. Um, he does love scoring against Spurs. You can never like. Uh... Undervalue the combo of De Bruyne and uh, Holland. It's deadly, and we have nobody have like figured figured them out yet. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, the last game, uh, Manchester on Wednesday of next week, Manchester United versus Leeds, and both teams are coming off fixtures that will happen over the uh, the weekend. So this is their second game. And this is a makeup after I believe went before the was it the the, the game of the Queen? Yeah, once the uh, was the crystal was the crystal game the other day. I I, I think both. Oh, yeah. I think I think there was a game where that could have been both. But this is gonna be a very interesting game, I think. Uh Ericsson's out, uh so we'll get to that point in a little bit. But then you know, Leeds brought in some players, the uh, Weston McKenney being one, I think the standout one. Um with Ericsson being out, do you see Sabitza coming in straight away? Uh, I feel like... Or do you stick with Fred? As of right now, stick. Uh, Fred had a very good game uh, against uh, Nottingham for 
course in the second leg. I feel like he should stick with Fred for now and have Sabitzer come in, come in in the second half. Um, his visa got accepted or something like that, so he's he's in the match day squad. Oh, okay. Actually. Yeah, because so, it took them a while to get him announced. Yeah. So I, I feel like he should start with Casemiro or Fred in that pivot and then Bruno Fernandez is number 10. Or have, because when Jaden Sancho made his appearance, they, he played as number 10. Oh, have really? Bruno Fernandez played as uh, right winger instead of Anthony and have Jaden Sancho play number 10. Oh, that will be interesting to see uh, Sancho uh, play. Yeah, it'll be interesting if he keeps uh, Jaden Sancho play as number 10. Well, with United playing all of these games, right? It's all, they're playing three games a week. Do you see, you know, Leeds being up for this because it's like one of those games where it's Leeds, a rivalry game. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's one of the like big rivalry games. Do you think? Do you see this as a game where you know it could be a stumble block for Manchester United because of just pure fatigue uh, after all of these games that they've been playing? Because Liverpool, uh, not Liverpool, but Leeds did put uh, you know shock Liverpool. Couple of weeks, a couple of months back, and you know, getting that big win at Liverpool. Um, do you think they could do it again or no? I don't know. Like the way Ten Hag is like rotating with players very intelligently. Um, I don't. Feel, I don't know. Like this is a tough one, but like at the same time, like Menu doesn't concede a lot of goals, mm-hmm. so I don't feel like Leeds is going to steal that one. Yeah. The, oh, and then especially because Leeds are what as Leeds playing at Old Trafford. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Nah, it's I feel like what what was it? They won twelve consecutive games at Old Trafford, or something like that. Manchester, the, yeah, the longest streak since Alex, uh, since Sir Alex Ferguson. So there's no way Leeds are going to win that game. Maybe, maybe there's a slight chance, maybe a tie, but I don't know. They're just Marcus Rashford is in a hot form. You have Anthony Marshall coming back again. Uh, Jaden Sancho is back. Fred Casemiro. Nah, I just don't. No, I don't see it. Yeah. You know what's weird? They play on Wednesday at Old Trafford, and then Sunday they play at Leeds. I hate those those back to back league games. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought Leeds was playing at Old Trafford. It's Crystal play, Crystal Palace playing at Old Trafford, right? Yeah, I think they're both home games for Manchester United. Yeah, the Saturday, February fourth, they're playing against Crystal uh, Palace, and then on Wednesday they're playing against Leeds. No, I expect two wins from United. Clean sheets. And one of them, yeah. And one of them, yeah. That's it for us. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys the next time. Uh, go ahead. Follow us on Instagram, my football view. You know what I'm saying? That's where the big dogs at. My football view podcast on Instagram. Thank you for listening, and you'll hear from us soon.